Welcome to your Active's Digital Brief podcast, where we bring you a specially curated digital and tech story from the week in the world of EU politics and policy. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. My name is Samuel Stolton, and this is your Active's Digital Brief podcast. This week, we have the European Council Summit, where EU leaders are set to sign off on commitments made to bolster the bloc's digital clout in the world, with a series of so-called digital compass benchmarks for 2030. In the Commission's digital development plans, one initiative that stands out is the notion of establishing an EU-wide digital identity. Your active recently obtained confidential commission documents in which officials highlighted why they believe digital identification has become fundamental to the everyday operation of online services. There is no user choice for trusted and secure identification that protects personal data and can be widely used, a commission presentation reads, adding that one of the reasons why an EU-wide framework is required is that the role of private digital identification services is increasing and platforms take an increasing role. The documents provide details on the Commission's vision for the future framework, which should be universally available to all EU citizens and businesses on a voluntary basis, as well as being universally usable and being recognised by private and public service providers for all transactions that require authentication. The Commission is dubbing this feature the EU Single Sign-On. At the summit on Friday, EU leaders are set to adopt conclusions, urging the Commission to propose a European Digital Identification Initiative by mid-2021. In June, EU telecoms ministers called on the Commission to develop an EU-wide digital identity framework which would, quote, drive the member states to make widely usable, secure and interoperable digital identities available for all Europeans for secure government and private online transactions, end quote. The latest draft version of the European Council conclusions seen by Euractiv notes that the initiative should aim to, quote, provide people with control over their online identity and data, as well as enable access to public, private and cross-border digital services, end quote. But in Brussels, there are those with concerns about the plans, including pirate MEP Patrick Breyer, who fears that the move could lead to a further regime of surveillance on the block. This is what he had to say when I spoke to him recently. Also, when it comes to identification on the internet, um, the dangers in involving a single service are too great, whichever service that uh, uh, may be, because it creates a single point of failure and it creates one point that would process uh, all the signing ups that you perform on any service on the internet. So the idea of, of um, data protection is to keep the amount of uh, personal data that is collected about you to a minimum which means that um, every government authority should only have the data that they uh, require and um, they should not um, have the possibility to combine data that was collected for different purposes. 
However, uh, creating a single ID number would make it possible to to combine uh, all uh, and to profile to create profiles across all kinds of data sets. Uh, so usually, when you register with a company or an authority, um, your personal details won't be exactly uh, identical, so it's not so easy to combine. They often don't have your, your date of birth, et cetera. But uh, uh, an ID number would um, be um, uh, would make it possible to uh, um, combine data that was meant to be used for different for different purposes and um, cre creates the risk of, of abusing these data, uh, uh, using them for other purposes. So while there are ambitious plans in the offing with regards to the establishment of an EU-wide digital identity, there could be concerns emanating both from citizens and the European Parliament about the future developments in this area. That's all we've got time for this week. Please remember that online with us you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy domain this week with my free digital brief newsletter. Sign up online today and don't forget to also subscribe to this podcast which is published on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Amazon Music. I've been Samuel Stolton and thank you for listening. <laughs>